Joanne Joseph. Wrapping up your day. All right, so this was one of the big stories today, and you may wonder why we've uh, left it till the end of the show, but uh, we, we've actually struggled uh, to reach people to speak about uh, what has been a very traumatic event that shook the country 30 years ago. And I'm quoting right now from one of the most beautiful articles I've seen written on it today. Uh, it is by uh, one of the writers at Independent Online, Estella Moore, and she's she's written, 30 years ago today, Baron Stradham massacred seven black people at Stradham Square in the center of Pretoria and injured more than a dozen others. A week earlier, he had killed a black woman in an informal settlement in Dedir outside Johannesburg to test his resolve. Stradham was smiling when he was finally handcuffed after a savagely racist spree which left the prints of his combat boots in pools of blood on the piazza in front of the State Theatre. Judge Louis Harms, who sentenced him, uh, said uh, he uh, he was worse than other terrorists because he was prepared to shoot people while smiling at them and looking them in the eye. Now, of course, you may know that a deal was done years later and uh, he walked free and, and he lives and operates near Hartebeespoort as a free man. One of the people who lost his lives in that uh, that killing spree was a, a popular Indian trader in that area, Satat Karim, and Stradham actually killed him inside his shop. Faroz Karim, the son of Satat Karim, joins us on the line now. Faroz, good evening to you. Uh, this must be a very difficult day for you, remembering your dad. Uh, good evening to you. Not uh, a difficult day because we remember him every day, every second day. It won't be something mm-hmm. difficult, yes. But painful knowing that after 30 years we get to recognize these things. That people died. Was it in brain or not in brain? You know, that we don't know. But inshallah, we can see forward. Can, can you... With this day... Yes. Sorry, Faroz. Yeah. Please continue. Yeah, with this day, it's, it's, a, it's a good day and a bad day. A bad day in the sense that people are talking about an incident about how it happened, when it happened, you know, those are in the past. It's, uh, it's, that's the painful part of it all. Yes. The transition is what's, what's beautiful out of everything. That's what we'd like to live by. You know, the goodness of it all. For us, it's, it's, it's important that, uh, that uh, we, we see that positive side of things, certainly. But what, what do you know of the circumstances under which your father died that day? My, uh, I was there. I was 15 minutes away. I just left the shop to go pick up something. And I was around the corner, I took a walk away from there. And I just got back and I saw all the blood on the pavement and, and then met him in the hospital, you know. So yes. yeah, he was shot in, you know, I was around that place and, and then the hospital, yeah. Uh, you can imagine coming to a shop, saying goodbye to your dad and walking back to a door that's closed and all blood and not knowing what's happening. Mm. I can imagine. How do you reason what happened to your dad that day? Do, do you think there was an element of madness in it? Do you, what do you think drove Baron Stradham, aside from, from the obvious unbridled racism? I don't know, because when I got to the hospital, I just saw a whole lot of white policemen holding fort at the hospital, you know? And I knew from my, from my father's staff that uh, he was in the hospital. So when I got there, they didn't want me to enter this hospital. So, yeah. At that time, I had to fight off these people, and I got into the hospital not knowing, yes, I was crazy. What was, you know, my father, I, mean, I just saw him, and then, I'm, and then the people avoiding me from seeing my father. You know what I'm saying? What was all this? It, it, it was frightening. Even the day he died, it was frightening. We, we say, you know, we always say, join the dots or draw the lines, because he was fine. He was going for physio, and uh, that was a week in the hospital, and... Uh, 
You know, he was gonna he, he was gonna recover and when we got to the hospital half past eleven at night he had a you know, they, they said he had a blood clot to the heart. I keep saying he mm. said, you know, and when the doctor was there he sat in the room and didn't want to even talk to me, you know. So in that time I already made up my mind that they must have murdered my father. I thought that in that sense, in that time, you know. Yes. But unfortunately, you know, we, we, we understand in Roger, we come and we go. There are reasons for these things. So at that time it was very painful. But years later, we absorbed the, the beauty out of it. You know, how can I say? Well, you know, now, like you said, it just now. Without pain, there's no gain. For what we did, what my mother did, we're not knowing me. My father definitely, before he died in 88, he always said, we would have a black president. Boys, educate yourself. Look at our education system today. Are we educating ourselves? Look at our social poverty. My father used to take people from the street, give them things. These were thugs. We call them thugs because they were good. Today you have criminals. And those thugs, you would have given them something and gone out. Some of them we still meet today who say, well, if it wasn't for your father, I wouldn't have had a house. You know, look at my children. Look at my grandchildren. Today also going to an interview. I was walking to the state theater and a young guy screams, Mr. Karim, dance for us. You know, it was so nice to know that we grew with the community, we're still in the community, and we live by this community. Mm-hmm. Thank our father for the blood. Parents told him, no, thank you for what you did. You, you owe this country, you owe the people of this country a lot. You've got to give. You know, we have, you know, I don't know, I'm over-speaking on your show. Sorry, it's your show. No, no, but uh, Feroza, I understand the the emotions that this, uh, uh, that this uh, yeah, evokes do, in you. You know, like you do, if you do harm to a community, you have to do community service. Yeah, all criminals, let's do community service. Let them read the land. They know how to use the land. Teach us how to work the land and work the land and show us that you care for the land. Care for the people, we've got to create social... We shouldn't look for social justice. We should look for social upliftment. We in poor people, we also happy for you. Please get us in touch with these other people because we also want to know breadwinners lost their lives that day. Yes. Did those children go to school? Did that people get food after that? Now we're getting to know after 30 years. And we're thankful for this. And we hope every year that we get to know all these people. And we hope government helps in creating social justice, social upliftment. T- tell me this, this Feroz. Uh, yes. um, you know, Baron Stradham is, is a free man. He's, he's living his life. He's remarried. I understand he, he possibly has a family now. How, how do you feel about the fact that, that as part of a deal that was done, he got to walk free? See, my, mine is when my mother gave the permission to the ANC to allow the trade. Then I only look into our McBride's eyes. Because I only watch McBride. Because what McBride did when he was what he was and what he is today, I am happy for the justice in that sense that he's made a difference to our country. So our trade-off was painful. Yes, I don't like him to live like that. Nobody would. But, you know, an eye for an eye is allowed. But it's past that point now. Thirty years later, yes, let the government make him do work for Let him work us. Let him teach us. Let him pay for it in a nice way. Let him build something. He lives on a farm. But, but of course, he testified that if he were released, he would repeat his actions. What makes you think that Baron Stradham is in the least bit reformed or remorseful? He wouldn't be reformed because today was an opportunity. An opportunity. This is an opportunity for all of us, for, for Bradley. You know, for Bradley, a, a white kid, 17 years old, uh, 
who was called, saved by these people, come here, boy, come here, boy. You know, these are things you, you listen to and you say, you know, and these are people that came out 30 years later to say, no, we have to see uh, truth and reconciliation, giving back the land to the people, economic opportunity. So, yes, these are things we got to address. And the nice thing is we're addressing it. And if in his heart he felt he would have addressed it, this is an opportunity. 702 is an open line for anybody. So he's got an opportunity. He must be listening. This thing is all over the news. You're calling me. Uh, my friends are calling me. So, you know, yes, uh, these are opportunities for us to do good in communities. Get rid of crime. My father died for a reason. He died because a white man didn't like a black man. Today, an Indian man's blood is spilled throughout this land for freedom. So this is a freedom for all of us. We all belong to this country to give back to this country. What we give and how we give is important. Faroz, thank you so much for speaking to us this evening. Faroz Karim is the son of Satat Karim, one of the victims of Baron Stratum.